0: For Town Square Media, I'm Belinda Haddock, and today for the Montrose Regional Health Update, we're speaking with Dr. Joshua Bagley. How are you today, doctor?
1: I'm doing well, thank you.
0: Dr. Bagley, you're new to our community as a foot and ankle orthopedic surgeon. What brings you to Montrose?
1: I'm really excited to be here. Uh, I just finished up my training, my last year of fellowship, doing um, specifically foot and ankle surgery. The thing that brought me here to Montrose, to be honest with you, we never had Montrose on my map. I'm from Idaho. My wife's from southeastern Utah. And we were always looking to get back to the, the mountain west and wanted to be closer to family. And we saw this job opportunity kind of come up in Montrose and came up for the interview and we fell in love with the place. I took a look down south and the San Juan Mountains reminded me of the Teton Mountains back home where I grew up. And my wife looked at the desert and that reminded her of southeastern Utah where she grew up. And we found somehow it just fits and it worked out really well for us. And so we've been here now for going on three months now. And uh, it just feels like home to us. We're very, very happy to be here.
0: And we're happy to have you too. Dr. Bagley, what is your background?
1: So, I, like I said, I grew up in, in Rexburg, Idaho, um, southeastern Idaho. And uh, grew up on a farm. I was the youngest of seven kids and my dad's still there farming. And as I kind of grew up and got into high school, I decided that farming maybe wasn't for me. Um, I was very interested in science and in the medical field. And when I had an injury to my shoulder in my senior year playing football, um, I got to talking with the orthopedic surgeon after my surgery. And when he started to describe what he did on a daily basis, I thought, man, that sounds cool. I think I want to do that. And I just never really looked back. So I went to University of Utah for my undergraduate degree. I took uh, some time off in between my freshman and sophomore year and served a a mission for my church, and then uh, came back and finished up there, married my wife. We took a journey up to the University of Washington for medical school, and then over to Penn State and Hershey, Pennsylvania for orthopedic surgery residency, and then finally finished up in Dallas, Texas last year with the foot and ankle fellowship. So we've kind of been all over. I felt like I needed to hit all, all four time zones, I guess.
0: <laughs> so all that story about you being... Um one of seven kids in a farming community, and then your injury during football, that probably led you closer to becoming an orthopedic surgeon. But why did you choose to specialize in foot and ankle surgery specifically?
1: Honestly, when I when I started orthopedic surgery residency, I heard about all the subspecialties in orthopedic surgery, and I thought, well, I'm definitely not doing foot and ankle. And now here I am doing foot and ankle. <laughs> but honestly, I, I think the reason initially I started thinking about foot and ankle surgery is twofold. One is that, like I said before, we, we always, my wife and I, we always wanted to move out West. And as I looked at where the disparities were and what was missing, it seemed like there just aren't that many foot and ankle surgeries in the West. And I thought, geez, if I could bring that to a small town, maybe that's something they don't have before. And so I thought, you know what? I'll market myself as that. And I think that would be beneficial in helping me find a job that I want. And then as I went through my orthopedic surgery residency, my own father had some surgery and it got botched a little bit on a foot procedure. And I, I was kind of frustrated that my dad had to go through that. He still has some foot pain today. I thought, if I can be the guy who helps people like my dad get back to farming and doing the things that they like to do, and if I can provide that to the, you know to these little smaller communities, I think, heck, that's exactly what I want to do. And so... I started kind of looking into it further. I had some good mentors during residency who really kind of helped me and shaped my career. And as I got further and further into foot and ankle, I found that I really like the variety of cases that I see. So I can do ankle scopes and be like a sports surgeon. I can do ankle replacement and be like a total joint replacement surgeon. I can treat fractures. I can do tendon transfers like a hand surgeon. You know, it just seems to encompass everything about orthopedics in one specialty. And I found that to be very interesting and intriguing, and it kept my mind alert, and I found that I really loved it. And I'm like again, I, in an area like this that hasn't had a foot and ankle surgeon for a while, I feel like I'm bringing something to this community that they that they were lacking before,
0: and probably something that's very much needed around here as well. I do have a quick question so. that yeah. you said when you when when I was asking about choosing to specialize in foot and ankle surgeries that initially you said, you didn't want to do that. Why would that be?
1: <laughs> it's not the most glamorous field, as you can imagine. Right. Um, right. Uh, not many people like the foot, and there are some pretty gross things that happen to feet, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And uh, and as an orthopedic surgeon, a lot of people just don't like dealing with that. I think everything has its positives and negatives, and Weighing those balances out is, is important in any child that you choose. And for me, I found that, you know, those things don't bother me so much. And also, I think, again, it's, it's such a field that's lacking providers. And if I can be a good provider and help people out, you know, there are plenty of people out there who walk around with foot pain all the time. And if I can help alleviate that and let them return to function and return to what they want to do. I think that's pretty exciting stuff.
0: Yes it is. So what do you enjoy Dr. Bagley most about being an orthopedic surgeon? I
1: think I think it's exactly what we what I just what we were just talking about. I think taking people who are whether they're disabled by pain or deformity or whatever it may be that's keeping them from doing what they like to do and getting them back to that, right? Restoring whatever that is and getting them back better and allowing them to function and have an enjoyable life. That's my favorite thing. I like seeing patients get better. And during my medical school training, and I, when I was looking at you know, what I wanted to do and thinking about orthopedic surgery, and the thing that I found I really liked about orthopedic surgery is that, and maybe it's my my own problem, but I like the instant gratification, right? You take something that's broken and you fix it. And sure, they need to go through some rehab and things like that, but they're immediately better. And I like that. I like that kind of instant satisfaction of having done a good job and being able to look at that and say, hey, this is going to work and I think they're going to be better. And I found that to be true, right? Um, People who are disabled by knee arthritis and they want to go out and hike, especially in an area like this where so many of these activities are readily available, but they can't because they hurt so much. Being able to take away that pain and restore that function and get them back out there to doing the things they love doing that's what I like.
0: Now, what are some of the common foot and ankle ailments that people have and maybe perhaps even the surgeries you expect you will be able to help patients with?
1: You know, I I think, again, the foot and ankle kind of gets taken for granted sometimes. We don't really consider everything that's going on, but I was very lucky to have some excellent training during fellowship and during my residency where I feel comfortable taking care of just about anything that anybody has with the foot. So whether that's, a painful bunion or a painful hammer toe or a neuroma, I can take care of those things. If it's something more, right? Let's say you have a fracture or an injury and now your foot is painful and, and deformed, I can take care of that. People who develop a flat foot over time and now their foot is flat and painful or a high arch foot that's painful, I can take care of that. I feel that I have a lot of tools and a lot of knowledge that uh, I was blessed to be given really from from my mentors that I feel capable of taking care of a lot of things and a lot of ailments that people have around the foot and ankle. And my goal is always to try and treat treat them without surgery. And if I can get them better without surgery, fantastic. But then I've always got tools kind of in the toolbox that take out and we can change things to make them better.
0: So you mentioned specifically flat feet, which I, I have that issue. So what is something you could do with someone who has flat feet where their feet hurt all the time?
1: That's a good question. So, you know, initially, I, I always start off with some non-operative measures. And so a lot of times, you know, that includes bracing or some orthotics or something along those lines to see if we could, you know, help out with that. If it ever gets to a point where those things are no longer working, there are a variety of procedures that have been ascribed now where I can reconstruct your foot. I make cuts in certain bones and shift those bones appropriately to restore your arch. I take tendons that are bad and replace them with tendons that are good and kind of reshape the muscular forces that are pulling on your foot to give you an arch and to hopefully relieve pain that's the ultimate goal
0: Well I just had to ask that question since that is an issue with me as a matter of fact Okay absolutely come and see me Yeah I might have to do that So tell me what the difference is between an ankle fusion and an ankle
1: replacement Sure so Ankle fusion has been kind of a tried and true measure of dealing with ankle arthritis. And ankle arthritis is not as common as knee or hip arthritis. You don't see it very often. But when it is there, it becomes a very debilitating condition. And so the tried and true method and the one that's been done for many years is we used to fuse the ankle. Essentially, what we do is we take away whatever remaining cartilage is left in the ankle and we fuse the two bones together, essentially eliminating motion across the ankle joint but at the same time, relieving pain. It's a good procedure and it's been there for many years. And that's the reason that people still do it today because it does work. Ankle replacement, on the other hand, instead of fusing those bones together, we try and retain that motion. And so we take away the bad bone, the diseased and sclerotic and arthritic bone, and we replace that with metal and plastic. Similar to a knee or hip replacement, we do that in the ankle now too. It's a relatively new procedure. It doesn't have the data that knees and hips have because we haven't been doing it for very long. It's really only been here in the U.S. for probably 25 years with the newer generation implants. And they're coming out with newer stuff all the time that are making these replacements better. And so I'm excited to bring that here because I I don't think that, that was even offered in this area or hasn't been offered for a long time. And so I'm excited to bring that here to Montrose and to the Western Slope as a potential option for those who are developing ankle arthritis and are, and are bothered by that.
0: And so obviously the difference in ankle fusion fuses the bones together, thereby you don't have quite as much mobility as you would if you had a full ankle replacement. So quality of life impacts of both those options. There's more to it than that? Um, I mean, that's, that's
1: the most simple things, right? So mm-hmm. you hit the nail right on the head, right? Fusing the bone is going to take away that motion. Both are pain-relieving procedures, right? Both have the same end goal in mind of getting rid of pain. And when they compare outcomes between an ankle fusion and an ankle replacement at the a year, they're actually about the same as far as function goes. What an ankle replacement does and an ankle fusion doesn't, though, and this has been well studied and shown to be true in the literature, is that with an ankle replacement, you have a longer stride length and a faster gait. So essentially, you walk more normal with an ankle replacement than you do with an ankle fusion. The other thing that an ankle replacement does, and I think this is really important, is that it also keeps motion in that ankle so that the joints around the ankle don't have to make up for it. So what they've also shown is that with an ankle fusion, if you fuse the ankle, you're bound to get arthritis of the joints around the ankle. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes, what do you do about those? And for those joints, we don't really have a replacement option. It's almost always a fusion. So now you're fusing more joints and the foot slowly becomes more and more stiff. And then your ability to function, your ability to do the things that you want to do become more and more limited. And that's what I think ankle replacement brings to the table is that it frees up those joints because they still have the normal motion of the ankle. And so those joints aren't as prone to developing arthritis down the road. And now you've got a free foot. Um, and so it doesn't just benefit the ankle, it also benefits the entire foot and the entire body. And so that's what I think as far as like long-term impacts, that's what I see the ankle replacement doing.
0: And it sounds like that would probably for most people be a better option to be able to maintain yeah. that and mobility and continue to do what they want to do.
1: Right. And the right patients it's the right thing to do. Now, there are certainly I I will never say that there is not a role for ankle fusion because I think an ankle fusion is still a very tried and true that does an absolutely good job. And so there's still room for ankle fusion. And I will talk, any patient who comes to my office, I will give them options between ankle fusion and ankle replacement because I think that choice is different for every patient.
0: Mm -hmm. Which typically a lot of surgeries and such, there's different options for everyone based on your particular circumstance.
1: Exactly. And what, and what your end goals are. And I, I try to take the time to, to figure that out. And in an area like this where so many people are active, it's important to, to figure that out before we go into surgery and just do something that maybe the end outcome isn't what they expected or, or rather even what they wanted.
0: Right. Dr. Bagley, you are over at Western Slip Orthopedics. If someone has heard the podcast, maybe has questions, maybe they've got ankle issues, foot issues and want to visit with you or set up an appointment, what's the next step?
1: Yeah, the easiest way is just to call our office. The thing that I've been very pleased with in starting here that I had no idea was gonna be the case is the office staff here and the reputation of Western Slope Orthopedics is is really fantastic and this going empty. I've heard nothing but good things. And so the easiest way is to call my front office staff. Our number is 970-249-6641. You can find us online, Western Spoke Orthopedics, and read about who we are and what we do. And hopefully, we can help out the community even more. I think we've brought in, you know, between me and Dr. Albright, new physicians here in the area, and then with the the old guard, so to speak, with Dr. Dwyer, Dr. Singh, and Dr. Bynum, and Dr. Judkins as well. I think we're happy to now provide almost a complete picture of the whole body, right? Each of us kind of have our own specialties and can help out with that. So call our office. I'm happy to see anybody that has any ailments of the foot and ankle or anything else and uh, just try and be as helpful as I can to this community.
0: Well, we welcome you. And again, Dr. Joshua Bagley with Western Slope Orthopedics. If you'd like to find out more, you can call the office at 970-249-6641. You can also find them online at wsorthodox.com. And Dr. Bagley, anything else you want to add for our listeners today?
1: No, I'm just happy to be here, and hopefully I get to know this community better. We, we're looking to be here for a really long time and, and raise our family here. So I'm sure that I will get to know many people in this community, whether it's in my office or outside. I look forward to meeting them.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, Dr. Bagley, and um, welcome to the community. Thank you
1: so much. Have a good day.
0: You too. You can find out more about Dr. Joshua Bagley and Western Slope Orthopedics online at WSOrthoDocs. Thank you for listening to this Montrose Regional Health Update. Information provided in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not meant to diagnose any condition or provide treatment advice. Please work with your health care providers to determine appropriate treatments for you.